1: What's going on related magic fans open the six minute show post game live presented by Rockham. I am absolutely sick to my stomach. Oh, good grief. Magic lose 106-104 in Atlanta. Courtesy of that guy again. Dejounte Murray. It's a uh, fall away jumper as time expires you have the thrill of the Palo 3 to tie the game just moments earlier and then the absolute agony to lose for the second time this season to the Hawks on a DeJounte Marie game winner. Yeah, that that hurts. That, that just stinks. Good grief. Uh wow, well, I ugh. Don't even know where to begin. Uh, how about let this? Let's begin with a uh, sponsor of the show, which is Rockham. Rockham is the world's largest sock store. They're located in Orlando. Great company. And uh, great people there that run, run the the show there. Whether it's socks or underwear for the Orlando Magic or any of your other favorite teams, uh, definitely check them out. Uh, they also sell non-sports gear, you know, for things like Disney, Marvel, Harry Potter, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, all kinds of fun stuff. But when you shop at Rock'em.com, why don't you use that code MAGIC20? And get you 20% off of your order at rock'em.com. And it helps out the six-man show along the way. So support a local business in Rockham. Support your uh, your Orlando Magic podcast, the six-man show here. And uh, use that code MAGIC20. Ah, uh, chat. what's up, guys? Man, I just, I'm just, oh, I'm just I, more than anything, I just grossed out. If you've watched this show before, you know I really can't stand DeJounte Murray. I think he's an absolute tool. And he proved it last summer, by the way, the guy's a tool and he knows it. And he like, you know, he plays into that, that, um, that role, I guess. And so to lose to him twice in a season, I'm just sick. Absolutely sick. Ty, thank you for the super chat. He says, uh, these close games aren't good for my health. Can we please hit free throws? Phronsie? come back. You can blame it all on me. We just can't live without you. You said love, but I think you mean live. But either way, love or live doesn't matter. We need Franz back. I am hoping, guys, that we get Franz back on Friday. I think it's a real possibility. Could have really used him tonight. Uh, we just we just need some help. We need some help offensively. Franz, you know, unlocks a whole different aspect of our offense. Because um, there are just still just long stretches of games where our offense is just so stagnant. And so we need Franz to come back. Oh, guys, man. Lewis Rosario says, what a waste of a game. Yeah. Clement says, uh, absolutely hate the Hawks. F that. Yeah. I'm Jovi says, of course, he kills us again. Yep. Brian says, pain. Mark says, so annoying. Lachlan says, that hurts. Brian says, I'm going to sleep. Good night. Good night, Brian. Shannon said, we had it. Matt says, devastating. Okay. Everybody feels the same way as me. Jacob says trade faults. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Markel is. Yeah. We'll talk about Markel in a little bit. Jazz says this is real heartache. It really is. Really, really is easy says Franz needs to strap up. Yeah. We need him back big time. Let's interrupt this because we do have another super chat. Thank you, Dennis. He says, hit the like button and subscribe. This is where the real magic fans are. You know what, Dennis, you're hundred percent, right? You're 100%, excuse me, 100% right, and this is why we created this show, so that we can come on here after Magic Games and celebrate the thrilling wins like Monday against New York, and just grieve the brutal losses like tonight at the buzzer in Atlanta. Oh, Thank you, Dennis, for that super chat. Thanks to all of you for tuning in, because I know if you're like me, like there's a big part of me, as soon as that game ended like that, I just wanted to shut everything off and go to bed, because I'm just grumpy now. But I'm glad I get to be grumpy with all of you. So thanks for being here. Uh, let's see. Where were we? Let's see. Uh, okay. Janine says, I can't stand playing the Hawks. This one hurts my heart. Yep. Michael Guzman says, Trey Young got to be paying the refs. Yeah. He's very good at getting those calls. Almost too good. I'm um, Joey says, clutch three by P5, two man. Yeah, that was insane insane that's a bummer that we didn't get to capitalize on that thanks praises says if Trey couldn't draw fouls he'd be flipping burgers i don't know about that but i i get i get i get what you're saying though sean sean he says it's all it's kevin's fault last chat i said DeJounte, he said no and dejante read dejante read that yeah he might have maybe he watched the show dejante you're more than welcome to join us on the show sometime just so I can tell you how much you annoy me. But no, I don't want him on this team. Even after he did that, don't want him. Janine says, I need a woe's bomb. I think it's coming, guys. Uh, what is it, three weeks from tomorrow? Is the trade deadline? I think it's coming. Steven says, Paolo hits a crazy three to tie, but Murray just gave our num- just has our number. Crazy sequence, just a shame we on the other end. Yeah. Big time, bomber, Big time, bomber. Yeah, he says, Paolo, eight of 25, though. Yeah, Paolo, not his best night had a lot of shots that, especially in the last couple weeks where he's been carrying us, shots that he's been making very consistently, but they just were not falling tonight. Just not his night. Not his night. Mm, Yeah, Chris. 100%. He says, I hate how he managed this game. Trey Young is torching you, but AB gets a DNP. I'm sorry. It's time to ship off Kel and give AB his minutes. I'm so frustrated right now. I do not understand why Anthony Black can't touch the floor. I don't. We talked about this on Monday's game. Originally Monday, Anthony Black was was announced he was starting. Then, according to, to Jamal Mosley, once they found out that Jalen Brunson wasn't playing, that's when they scratched AB from the starting lineup. And so my question was, if you wanted AB to start because you were playing Jalen Brunson, would that not also apply to playing the Hawks with Trey Young? Like, I want Anthony Black on Trey Young for, for sections of this game. I don't know. It's very confusing. Very confusing. Oh, guys, this sucks, man. Oh. Cameron says, I swear Trey Young keeps that ridiculous fluff on his head so he can throw his head back at every opportunity. Oh, my gosh. King 7, I guess what that is. Says can't breathe on Trey. They gave him so many uh oh, so many grade school calls at the end. Ref should be embarrassed themselves. I, guys, it's just what Trey Young does. It's annoying. It's so annoying. But he's that's how he's made a career. Like, you know, it's kind of crazy. Dennis, I'm glad you brought this up. I was gonna bring this up later. He says, We need Jay on the floor, JI on the floor. Our defense is so much better with him. JI played nine minutes and fifty seconds tonight. What is up with that? Oh, yeah, and the 9 minutes, 50 seconds he was in, he played really well. A team high, plus 8 in 9 minutes. Plus 8. The next highest person was Caleb Houston at 6, and then after that, the next highest person was Joe Ingles at 3. Why is Jonathan Isaac playing 9 minutes of 50 seconds? Why? Man. You know, he, he, he played such few minutes through three quarters, I was sure, I was certain that they were saving him for the fourth quarter down the stretch, and he didn't get any burn. And it's not like it's one of those nights where a certain group has the hot hand and you're just riding the hot hand. No, no one had a hot hand tonight. Magic couldn't, couldn't shoot the ball at all, per usual. Man, I don't understand that. It's Jolly Gaming says, Trey Young has to be the most unfun, infuriating player in the NBA to watch. Dude acts like he just got into a car car crash if he gets breathed on. I was saying this to you guys the other day. To me, he is at the top of the list. He is an incredible passer of the ball. That is the only thing I will give him because everything else is just annoying. Time, Mr. TV, this is so true. Markel, three-on-one fast break and dribbles it out. That was the strangest... Sequence I've seen in a while. Markel with a three on one. I just got done talking about Monday after the Knicks game and how how decisive Markel was down the stretch. He was so decisive. He knew exactly what he was going to do, and it worked almost every time down the stretch on Monday. And then tonight he does that, which was the most indecisive thing you can possibly do in the NBA. <laughs> You're leading a three on one break and you don't even get a shot off of any kind. It ends up being a mess of play and Wendell goes to the line so strange so strange oh david erickson says i almost type played the song i wish ma'am i wish matthew says if franz played we win by 20. it's hard not to argue that lachlan says why was fultz even out there at the end would much rather have cole here's the thing lachlan i agree with you however markel down the stretch on Monday was really good. Bad for most of the game on Monday. But he was really good down the stretch on Monday. And so I think Jamal Mosey was like, hey, he can do it again. Didn't happen. We were not good down the stretch. And that's not all on, on Markel, by the way. We already talked about this, but Paolo missed some shots that he normally makes. At least has been making on the this recent stretch. Bleh. Dennis says, Suggs balled out though. I don't care what people say. I don't want no trades. This is the team we we just got to get our shooting right and our injuries down. Eh. Suggs definitely balled out. We'll look at the box score later. Jalen was great. I don't know. I think we need a trade. I definitely think we need a trade. Oh, Darius this is so true. These missed free throws are becoming a big problem. Magic tonight, 16 of 22, which is better than the last couple games, but you miss, I believe it was two in the last few minutes there which in a game that comes down, ends up being a two-point game, comes down to the buzzer. You could have liked to would have liked to see those. Dizzy says, I wonder what's going on with A, B, and Mo. I think people are coming back. And uh, Jamal Mosley is picking his players now. You know, you're not going to play 12, 13 guys every night. You're going to play 10 or less in the NBA. And so Jamal Mosley has picked his 10. It's the same 10 as the other day, although, yeah, that's right, 10. You got those starters, Jalen, Chuma, Caleb, Paolo, Goga. And you got your backups, Joe, Markell, Wendell, Cole, and Jonathan. Jonathan Isaac. So that's the 10 he's rolling with right now, for better or worse. But I can tell you right now, I really don't believe that'll be the 10 three weeks from tomorrow. That's what I think. <laughs> Jay Curve, you're so right. He said, anyone else hitting the shot and I wouldn't be as mad. Even if it was Trey, I'd be mad if it was Trey. But I wouldn't be this. I'm just sick. I'm ill right now. Man, alive. That's annoying. All right, I got to catch up a little bit. Ernest says, Kevin, that one hurts. I feel you, man. High Roller says, Paolo is the GOAT, though. Facts, man. Like, I mean, credit to that dude. I know he didn't shoot the ball well tonight. Still made a lot of winning plays. Ends up with 26 points. Nine of eleven from the free throw line. By the way, kudos to Paolo for that. But you can't get you cannot get mad at Paolo. Like, who else is going to be carrying this team right now? It's got to be him. And some nights he's not going to shoot the ball well. That's part of basketball. It's part of basketball. D Randall says, hit the like button before you go to bed. Please do that. Please hit the like button if you're hanging out with us tonight. Uh, obviously, we're all just crushed about that loss. Uh, but don't take it out on the six man show. Why don't you hit the like button? Since we're hanging out here. We're all getting to sulk and be angry together. Um, this is a great opportunity to let you know though, if you're new here, if you're just checking out the six man show, maybe you just found us on YouTube or something. Uh, we're in Orlando magic podcast. We put out episodes every Monday and Thursday, which yes, that means right now, Jonathan and Luke are recording tomorrow's episode, Thursday's episode of the six man show for you all to enjoy tomorrow morning. Uh, but yeah, we're an Orlando Magic podcast. Mondays, Thursdays, you can find our episodes, plus we're here on YouTube live after every single Orlando Magic game. So if you're new, thanks for checking us out. Subscribe if you want more Orlando Magic content like this. Oof. Oh, Ty, is this real? He says, the Hawks commentator says, watching Fultz shoot hurts his shoulder. Hey, that's that's painful. Mark L says didn't capitalize on turnovers and they did. Yeah, we're gonna look at some of those stats here in a little bit. I haven't actually looked at points off turnovers yet. Okay, it's not as bad as you think. We'll talk on it in a second. It's not as bad as you think. Um Thanks Praises says Nita Jonathan Isaac, Jet Howard, Gary Harris trade. The best availability sorry, the best ability is availability. First off, Jet Howard, we can't we can't put Jet Howard in that conversation, I don't think. Jet Howard isn't playing because other guys have to play, if that makes sense. I think there's a real possibility that certain guys, like a Gary Harris and Markell maybe, if they were to get dealt at the deadline, I think there's a good possibility that Jet Howard actually spends time with Orlando after that. But this front office is not going to have a Jet Howard come up to Orlando to sit on the bench when he could be getting meaningful minutes in Osceola, like regular minutes at Osceola. And they're not going to play a Jet Howard when there's already a log jam at the guard positions because you have guys that are making a lot of money, Markell, Gary, Cole, you know, he's not going to find his way with those guys. So uh, Gary Harris, I think is totally a possibility. Jonathan Isaac, the, the hard part about Jonathan Isaac is he is such a difference maker when he's on the court. And at this point, it's almost, for me, it's almost like you just got to hang on to him and just hope he's healthy in the playoffs. Hope he can give you twenty minutes of game in the playoffs, because then he will be a legit difference maker. Legit difference maker. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Pelicans Palace says Carter played well tonight, but he always gets destroyed on the glass, and that killed us at the end. Yes and no. Wendell, in moments tonight, was pretty good on the glass. What did he end up with? Five boards. Five boards in twenty-four minutes. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But he also had some, some big rebounds tonight. So I think it's a a little bit of both. The offensively Wendell was great tonight. He knows Hoop says Caleb Insanity run is over. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, Caleb, woof. Two. Th- I think it's three straight games now. Terrible shooting. Mm. Laura says had to slowly close my computer. Hate losing to the Hawks. Yeah. Joe says, I know sometimes the six-man show thinks we fans can overreact when we talk about trading guys but after a bad performance, but my goodness, Voltz. Yes, you're right on both accounts. Sometimes fans of any team, any team, any sport, can overreact about things after one night. However, Markel, since coming back from injury, has been very concerning. And so I am not going to sit here and say that Magic fans that want to trade him are overreacting. I love Markel. I love Markel. I had such high hopes for Markel coming into this season. I thought it was going to be a huge season for him. He was going to prove everybody wrong. The early injury hurt him bad, and he's just not been able to come back from it. Again, it's hard because down the stretch Monday, he was so good, but that's just a small sample size compared to the rest of the stuff that we're seeing. All right. I gotta, I got to skip ahead here a little bit. We're... I'm, I'm taking my sweet time, but it's mostly just because I'm sick. Oh, JS says, defense was pretty bad, especially late. Touch fouls are getting out of hand, though. I mean, yes and no. Defense was bad in stretches of this game, but there were also stretches of this game where defense was really good. Like, you hold the Hawks to 106 points. That's good. There were stretches in the first half of this game. The defense was sensational. Like, long stretches. <laughs> Um, you do get some stops in, for several stretches in the fourth quarter, but, and then even the last play, guys, like the, Markel defending DeJounte Murray, he did a good job. Like, that was, that was good defense. Unfortunately, Murray just hit a tough shot. There's not a whole lot more, especially the way the refs were calling this game, there's not a whole lot more Markel could have done without risking a foul, and the last thing you want is to send Murray at the line, just needing one free throw to win the game. You just don't want to do that. So, I, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, Carlos, we were just talking about this. J.I. only 10 minutes and didn't use him at the end of the game. He was a plus eight just on defense. I know. I don't understand how he plays nine minutes and can't. I don't understand. Lewis, you're exactly right. Anthony with the jam, hot chicken jam of the week. Or sorry, jam of the game and possibly the week. Yeah, we we made a note of that one for sure. I think it's got a good chance. That was nasty. That was nasty.
0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need
1: indeed. Thanks, Praises. Says, yeah, A B is a phenomenal player in the making. Hope he's still he isn't still sick. He's not. I'll just tell you that right now. He's not sick. He is totally available to play. Tragic. Okay. Edward says, OKK, 30 minutes and six points. Guys, so trash, TBH. That's the hard part with these guys. These role players is OKK on Monday, couldn't miss, went four or five from three, ended up with, I think, 17 points, 19 points, something like that. Was a key part of that win, but then you turn around tonight and you're exactly right. He goes 30 minutes, six points, on three of nine shooting, oh, four from three. That's the hard, that's the tough, oops, oh, sorry. That's the tough part when you are starting rotation guys. We talked about this on Monday. Every player in the NBA is capable of having a good night, every single one. The difference between the great players, the good players, and the role players is how often they can do that. <laughs> you know, the great players do it every night, the good players do it regularly, and the role players are capable of doing it every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why they're in the NBA. They're elite basketball players, but they just can't be consistent. That's why they're role players, you know? It's rough. Uh, okay. A lot, of, a lot of people are mentioning this as I continue to scroll through some of these. A lot of people are asking, why no A, B? Why no Mo? If you're just now joining us, we talked about this a little bit earlier in the show. In, in the NBA... Typically, teams in the regular season run with, a t- at most, 10-man rotation. Sometimes it's nine. Every once in a while, eight, if you're, if you're stuck or if guys are playing well or whatever. 10-man rotation. So, Jamal Mosley and his staff have to pick their 10. And if you remember, at the beginning of the season, they had their 10. Starting five, once Markell was out early and Wendell was out early, the starting five was A.B., Jalen Suggs, Franz Wagner, Paolo, Banquero, Gogo Patate. The second unit was uh, Cole and, oh, Gary Harris. I forgot because he's been gone so long. <laughs> Gary Harris, Joe Ingles. Um, who am I forgetting? Who's the other? Oh, Jonathan Isaac when he was healthy. And then uh, Mo Wagner. That was your 10. You ran with that every game. Every game for that stretch until guys started getting injured. And even before that, the three games, before, three and a half games before Wendell got hurt, Remember, Gogo wasn't in the 10 at all. He was outside of the 10, and now he's starting. So a lot of times in the NBA, they pick their 10 guys. Right now, Coach Mosley and the coaching staff have picked their 10 guys, and uh, Mo Wagner and Anthony Black are not in that 10. They're not. I don't love it. Um, I think most Magic fans don't love it. However, it just... all the writings on the wall for me right now, that this is a temporary. I think we're about three weeks away, if not less, from that changing, if that makes sense. I think Anthony Black has earned a spot in the rotation. I think Mo Wagner may have done the same. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Less um I love Mo Wagner. I'm the biggest Mo Wagner fan at the Six Man Show. Okay, I love the guy. Um He's not the best defender. Obviously a great scorer. I'm less so convinced about that than I am Anthony Black. I think Anthony Black has earned a spot in the rotation. I think he has to wait his turn until there's an opening. It's just one of those awkward things when a team like Orlando right now is struggling, especially in the backcourt. Um I think they're waiting for a move. That's what I think they're doing. And when that happens, AB will get a spot back. I don't know. It's just awkward and kind of weird. And maybe we're totally overthinking that and and overreading that, but that's how it feels to me. That's my opinion. Okay, that's how it feels to me. Chris says, 99 Magic Maniacs. We're now up to 102 Magic Maniacs in here. Y'all the real MVP. Facts, man. Thanks for hanging out with us. Always appreciate that, especially a night like tonight. It's just... Not fun to do this by yourself. So to have 102 of you in here right now is a lot of fun. As fun as a night could possibly be at least because that was not fun. The end of that was not good. Luis Cesario says Markel hit the bottom of the rim from eight feet away with a double pump. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gross. Yeah. All right. Let me skip ahead a little bit more. Soltrane says have to be patient with rookies. Some guys like Jalen Suggs or Caleb Houston took a, while, a little while to be decent. Yeah. Yep. Got to be patient with them. Devane says AB shoots better than Markell. Chris says AB shooting 35% from three and is not scared to shoot. Everything you're saying is correct. Everything you're saying is correct. Soul Train says Caleb lives and dies by his three, by his shot. Excuse me. He needs to find ways to be more than a shooter, like during his best stretches. Yeah, it's tough. He's been given the green light, obviously. Uh, it's just unfortunate that he hasn't been able to knock them down the last couple of weeks. Uh, da, 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 da. let's see here. Yeah, a lot of people talking about Anthony Black. Yeah, I am a fan, not an owner. Says, careful guys. Everyone loves Goga here. Admit he played okay tonight, but Mo Wagner' effort alone should outweigh Goga. Yeah, maybe. I I don't know. I don't know. Goga had some really big big rebounds tonight especially the seven offensive rebounds tonight. Mo Wagner doesn't give you seven offensive rebounds tonight. Um, But Mo Wagner gives you other things, you know? It, it's an awkward thing. It's an awkward thing. Sean, I I think there's a lot to this. He says, I like how Coach Mosley's performing. Timeouts and game management is on point. I think Jeff Waltman is giving him a difficult manage, difficult roster to manage. It's just one of those things, guys. Like I was just mentioning... I don't know how much of what we're seeing is Mosley and how much of it is Weltman. You know? Is he having to play certain guys to maybe drive their stock up to make them better trade targets? I don't know. All speculation. No one knows. And we'll never know. But it's interesting. Tim, you're right. Kogan did take some ill-advised shots. Yeah. Only took eight shots tonight, but that little like turnaround fadeaway jumper thing out of the post, I'd like to never see that again. <laughs> never, never. Clement, I'm glad you brought this up. JJ Reddick mentioned Franz being the next guest on his podcast. If you listen to it, check it out next week. Yeah, that's going to be cool. That's going to be cool. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Um, normally I sit here and tell you about how I feel about this game. I think it's pretty obvious. Um, still not over it. <laughs> yeah, still not over it. Um, I we need Franz back. That's point number one. Like the stretches where our offense is just, just so stagnant, it's just painful to watch. It's like old school magic basketball from the last couple of years, which we didn't see for a good thirty games or so this season. But now it's back. So we need Franz back to just add that other dimension to our offense. Not just a scorer, because he can relieve Powell, the pressure off of Paolo. Um, but, you know, his ability to get to the rim, his ability to get other people involved, his size, his speed, his athleticism, his defense. Don't forget, Franz is still a good defender. We just need Franz back. We need him back. Big time. I hope. I hope he's good to go Friday. I think there's a chance he will be. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't really want I don't want to give my thoughts on this game, really. I just, let's let's look at the box score, we'll let the box score tell some of the story for us. Um we've already talked about Caleb tonight. Yep. You don't need me to tell you how bad Caleb was. 1 of 7 from the field all were three-pointers, 3 points. Palo, we've already talked about Palo a little bit. Played 38 minutes again tonight. I mean, he's just, we're wearing him down, you know. Uh, We mentioned him earlier. Poor shooting night for him. A lot of the shots that he took, though, are shots that he normally makes, especially the last few weeks. He's been so good with the mid-range. And tonight, some of the shots just were not falling like they have been lately. So 8 of 25 from the field for him. Goes 1 of 5 from (laughs) 3. But what a 3 that was, though. Come on, now. That was incredible. Goes nine of eleven from the free throw line, which is great. Four boards, four assists, two steals, a block. Twenty six point, excuse me, twenty six points. Only one turnover for Paolo. Big time stuff from Paolo on that end. Just need him to shoot a li- the ball a little bit better, and we win this game. Again, not to, I- I'm not putting the blame on him. I'm not. I don't know what else you like. The dude. I mean, the dude's got to be exhausted. Got to be exhausted. Goga plays 24 minutes, 10 points on five of eight shooting. Uh ends up with 10 boards. Seven of them were offensive rebounds. I mean, that's crazy. Three assists, a steal, two blocks. Chuma, we talked about him just a second ago. Six points, three of nine from the field, but oh a four from three after a great shooting night on Monday, and then adds six boards and assists, three steals and a block. Jalen Suggs, terrific tonight. I wish we had more of him in the fourth quarter. I don't think he took a shot in the fourth quarter. 16 points on six or seven shooting. Hit all three of his threes. One of two from the free throw line. Four boards. An assist. Three steals. Sorry, excuse me. Chuma had the three steals. Jalen did not have a steal. Um, And then going to the bench unit. Joe Ingles, very quiet night tonight. Three points. One of five from the field. All were three pointers. Four boards. Only three assists. One steal three turnovers. Yeah, not a good night for Joe Ingles. Markell, 5 of 8 from the field for 10 points. Five boards, only one assist, three steals. Four turnovers for Markell. Assist to turnover ratio. Usually want the first number high, the second number low. Tonight's assist to turnover ratio was 1 to 4. Yikes. Not good. Not good. Wendell was good. 18 points, 6 of 7 from the field, 3 of 4 from 3, 3 of 4 from the free throw line, 5 boards, 2 assists, 2 steals, and a block. Good stuff from Wendell. Really good. Cole, not good. (laughs) 10 points, 3 of 10 from the field, 1 of 6 from 3, 3 of 4 from the line, Uh, 1 rebound, 1 assist, 1 steal. 3 blocks, although some of those strips, they were... Counting his blocks, so I would have maybe said he had two and two, maybe. I don't know. Two two steals, two blocks, but whatever. Um, also had a turnover 10 points for Cole. Not good. It says Anthony Black played six, six seconds. Did he come in at the end of that first half? I don't remember. I thought it was a DMP. I also watched the second quarter without audio, so maybe I missed it. Um, and then we talked about J.I. was great in nine minutes and 50 seconds. Only two points, but Again, his defense also had two assists, two steals. The team high, plus eight. And only managed to play nine minutes and 50 seconds. What the heck is that about, man? It's crazy. Crazy. Some of these team stats here. Atlanta beat two points in the paint. That's no surprise. Those lobs from Trey Young were just nonstop. Literally nonstop. Oh, by the way, up here... Look how even this game was. First quarter, fourth quarter, even. Second quarter, the Magic win by two. Third quarter, the Hawks win by four. And that's the difference. That's crazy. Crazy. Anyway, um, yeah. Points in the paint. 58-52 in favor of Atlanta. Magic have more fast break points. They had the bigger lead. Seven-point lead. Would you see that dwindle away in the third quarter there? I believe it was the third quarter. You outscored their bench. 43-33. to Turnovers, though. I mean, this is crazy. You forced twenty-three Atlanta turnovers. That's terrific. You love to see that. Only thirteen for the Magic. You love to see it. Points off of turnovers. The Magic get twenty-eight points off of turnovers, and the Hawks get eighteen. So in that regard, it's really good. I feel like there were some turnovers though that we kind of, kind of, kind of blew it. You know, obviously the three on one is the first thing that comes to mind for everybody, but, um. Yeah. So that that's not too bad there actually. Um, looking at some of these team stats, man, I can't wait to go through the NBA scoreboard with you guys because there's some there's some crazy stuff. Crazy scores out there. Uh da, 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 da. okay, um, yeah. The Hawks shoot better than you. No surprise, but you do get 12 more possessions than them. Or I should say 12 more shots, not possession, excuse me. Twelve more shots than them. Um they shoot better from three as well. No surprise. They shoot way better at the free throw line. They go 20 of 22 from the free throw line. That's crazy. Crazy. And once again, technically the difference in the game now, I don't expect every team to shoot 90% from the free throw line. That's insane. But if you want to talk about it, you shoot the same number of free throws, you lose by two and they made four more free throws. Technically, again, the difference in the game was free throw shooting like the last few games. Well, not Monday because we won. Offensive rebounds, you crushed them on the offensive glass tonight, which was really fun. We already looked at some of these other ones. And then fouls, of course, you're always going to get a lot more fouls called against you against um, when you're playing against Trey Young. Yeah. All right. Let's look at some other thoughts from the chat, and we'll look around the rest of the NBA. Uh, let me scroll up here. I've missed some of these. Da, 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 da. Yeah, a lot of you talking about AB. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Christine says, we need Franz back. Watching you guys from Philippines. Hey, thanks for tuning in from the Philippines. Very glad you're here. And, yeah. Um, (laughs) Chris says, it amazes me how college players miss a week with a sprained ankle and NBA players miss like two months. Yeah. Joe Ingles felt like that long. I think Franz will be back this weekend, hopefully. And so, we'll see. Uh d- 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 man oh, gosh I cannot believe this game. I'm Jovi says we're good just wait on Franz and the rest to get fully healthy all these games all these have been close games with strange lineups just give it time. I feel good about things. Obviously tonight sucks, but you're right. Once we get Franz back, I think we're going to be fine, especially cuz the schedule's about to turn around. Uh Yo feed says man this game was hard to watch. Yeah, you're not wrong. I'm a fan, not an owner, saying ATL's broadcast was so biased and disrespectful, just unprofessional at times. A lot of immediate broadcasts are like that, unfortunately. Steven says, one on three on the road trip would have been nice to end the trip two and two. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right, let's look at, um. oh gosh, just like my neck got stuck. Oh goodness. There we go. Okay. Let's look at some of the scores around the league. Sorry, before we do that, let me remind you that this show is brought to you by Rockham. Rockham is the world's largest sock store, and they're a Central Florida company. They're located in Orlando. They make socks, underwear, of some of your favorite teams, like the Orlando Magic, or maybe, maybe your Bucks fan like me. Hey, raise the flags, fire the cannons uh, as the Bucks advance the divisional round of the NFL playoffs this weekend to play the Detroit Lions, which will be a lot of fun. Uh, But maybe your Bucks fan like me, they have NFL, NHL, college sports, NBA. All kinds of different uh, sports leagues available on their website as well as some pop culture references like we have talked about many times. Disney, Harry Potter, Marvel, uh, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, all kinds of fun stuff, fun socks, fun underwear for you, for the family. Just be sure when you shop there, use the code MAGIC20 because that'll get you 20% off of your order at rockham.com. And it tells Rockham, hey, we like the six-man show. So uh, we're always big fans of Rockham and appreciate them for uh, partnering with us for this season. So definitely... Go to rock'em.com and use that code MAGIC20. All right, let's take a look at some of these scores around um, around the leagues. There are some wild ones in here. Wild ones. Let's go down here to the final scores. We got the Pelicans beat the Hornets. No surprise there. Look at this one, though. The Raptors beat the Heat. The Raptors were up by 35 at the half. 35. They end up only winning by 24. But they were up by 35 at the half. It's crazy. And again, think about what happened to the Raptors today. They had just had that big trade. So um yeah, first game without uh Pascal. Siakam and they they balled out. Knicks beat the Rockets, unfortunately. Look at this though. The Cavs beat the Bucks by 40. The Cavs are rolling. I think they have the they might have the longest win streak in the league. I can't remember we'll have to look at it in a second. Celtics destroy the Spurs, no surprise there. I saw a stat. They haven't lost. The Celtics haven't lost at home since March fifth of last year in a regular season game, I should say. March fifth since last year. Not crazy. Crazy. Pistons hung out with the Timberwolves for a little while. Only lost by seven. And the other games going on right now. triple A's leading the Nets after one. The Lakers gonna looks like they're gonna end up uh, blowing out the Mavericks here. And yes, Hawks beat the Magic. I'm going on to Jante Murray, game winner. Great. Love to see that. Okay. Let's refresh this, make sure these standings are up to date because it's a little bit interesting now. Magic are one and a half games back at the Pacers. The Pacers make that big move today. Definitely want to tune to the six-man show tomorrow because I know Jonathan and Luger are going to talk about that trade. The Pacers acquiring Pascal Siakam. What a duo that could potentially be putting him with Tyrese Halliburton. That makes this race very interesting because <laughs> we already know the Knicks have been playing well since their trade. The Cavs have been playing well lately. They have the longest win streak in the East and maybe the whole league. They're tied with Utah. Six-game win streak, and again, part of that was they blew out Milwaukee tonight by 40. Cleveland's on fire. New York's on fire. Indiana, uh, you know, obviously acquiring Siakam. We'll see how that goes. Miami, you get another shot at them uh, coming up. But, yeah, these teams are playing well, and the Magic are not. And you can obviously look over here at the last 10, you know. Cleveland's 8-2. New York is seven and three Miami's five and five Indiana's seven and three and the magic are three and seven a lot of reasons for that three and seven but the magic are gonna have to uh have to wake up here get Franz back start to get healthy it could turn things around one last look at the chat here before we talk about Friday's game Janine says oh yeah congrats on that Bucks win Kevin it was a great game go Bucks yes it was a good game very fun Jacob says, go Bucks!" I live in Tampa. I always wondered if anyone in the chat is from there. I'm sure several people are from the Tampa, or from the Tampa area. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, he says, thank you, Raptors, for giving them an L. Uh, Dennis says, uh, yeah, Tampa is live. Yeah, of course. Um, Sean says, Orlando Magic Tankathon now has the Magic 15th a half game out of the lottery just ahead of teams like the Lakers, Rockets, and Jazz. Yeah, that's interesting. That's... I don't like reading that. Oh, Sean says, don't read it. I'm venting. <laughs> I'm I'm disappointed I read that because now I'm sad. But anyway, I think the Magic will be fine. We just got to get healthy. Speaking of healthy, Friday, Magic play the Sixers. Yeah. Last time he played the Sixers, Joel Embiid did not play and they still blew you out. Uh, he has been playing lately. I expect him to play on Friday. Um, do the Sixers play tomorrow? I feel like I remember looking at this and they were on the second night of a back to back. No, they don't. Okay. I made that up. Yeah. So Sixers have not played since Tuesday. Uh, where they, where they, oh, yeah. Duh. I forgot. That was last night. They beat Jokic and Denver in a crazy battle. Embiid had 41, 7, and 10 in that game. Good grief. Crazy. Anyway. Uh, so you play the Sixers. Hopefully you can get some revenge. I think if Franz plays, I think you got a really good. This this team always has a chance, but I think if Franz plays, you have a really good chance to win on Friday. Otherwise, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one. Philly's not easy. And again, Embiid is just on a roll right now. So anyway. I think it's gonna do it for us tonight, guys. We went really long for a, a loss. Usually we don't go 40 minutes in a loss, but this one I'm just kind of sick. I need a vent needed to hang out with you guys so thanks for being here as i mentioned jonathan luke recording that next episode of the six man show right now as we speak so tune into that tomorrow morning i know you i know they'll be feeling it after that uh, that marie buzzer beater you want to hear their reaction but until then guys we'll talk to you on friday and let's go magic